Yo, what's up? Welcome to the Soul Greatness Podcast. I'm Romeo Marquez Jr., international speaker, best-selling author, and success coach. Each week, I will bring you a guest, a thought, or a new idea that will help you tune into your soul so that you can elevate your greatness, empower you to break through to new levels in your life, business, and relationships, and inspire you to expand your light so that you can make a bigger impact in the world. My passion is your potential, and my mission is to help you live it now. So no more playing small because this is your moment. This is your time. Are you ready? I know you are. So let's do this. I'm so excited because I have a superstar right here that I'm about to interview that I want to introduce all of you to. Uh, he's my brother from another mother. His name is Mr. Jacko Sims. What's up, Jacko? Jacko in the building. What's up, brother? Now, who, who's the, the superstar one there, right? Uh, I just got here, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and you is here, you is here. So check it out, y'all. Jocko is not only my brother from another mother, he's also a superstar actor, director, and producer. He plays Lieutenant Carlton Burke on TNT's The Last Ship and also plays Dr. Floyd Reynolds on NBC's new hit show, New Amsterdam. He's also had roles in Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, Dreamgirls, Showtime's I'm Dying Up Here, MacGyver, List goes on and on and on. So let's just get to it. What's up, Jock? I just appreciate you for being on here, man. I, I appreciate you having me. So how did you, you know, get into acting? Well, you know, I think it was, initially I wanted to be a dentist, a doctor, something to that effect. And uh-huh. I got to college my first year immediately. I liked college, but when I got there, I was like, I don't know if I want to be in school for the next 12 years. So right. I said, let me take a theater class. And that's how I started. And I was back at University of Houston. Uh, five years later, graduated where I met you at UCLA. What? What? Yeah. And go Bruins. And uh, studied theater all that time. Put in the time and uh, things began to take off there. So when did, did it click where, you know, you, you do your thing, you're trying out different things. When did, like, you know, like, you know, you're going to become an actor. You know, it, it's, uh, I felt that that was a very spiritual thing for me. That's it what I'm talking like, about. Yeah, absolutely. I know who I'm talking to. Yeah, about. that's what we want to get into. That, that's so tough. Absolutely. And, so we could get real. Uh-huh. And it's the truth. It's the truth. I, I remember, um, you know, at, at, at my church that I grew up going to, we believed in prophecy. And there was a prophet that came by and uh, he said something that at the time was very strange to uh, me and my mom, but we loved it. We received the message and it was, uh, you know, soon one day we just going to turn on the TV and see you running up and down. And then the prophet Brown, never forget him. He, he, I never met him before. It didn't make sense. I didn't think about being an actor at that time. I was 18 in high school. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until a few years later when I started to see that, you know, prophecy fulfilled, Amazing. but also I, um, I got another confirmation when I was working at TGI Fridays and I met a couple that go to first Amy church. I remember you telling uh, me that they're the Jacksons. His name is actually Michael Jackson, which was hilarious. And uh, right. Cynthia Jackson, they're great people. But I remember walking by and Mr. Jackson stopped me and said, excuse me, I uh, just want you to know that my wife says, we're going to see you uh, on television. And I was like, Wow, that's amazing. I, I moved here from, from Texas and 
and I'm going to UCLA and I'm studying theater and that's what I'm trying to go. I'm just letting you know that my wife said it and she's never wrong. Wow. You know? And I was just like, I just wow. Got and they, chills. Yeah. They, they, <laughs> they really believe. I actually stayed in touch with them um, for, for a long time. And um, so then uh, the, I think the next time I saw them, I actually took uh, an African-American religious class and wow. I wanted to interview them and get this on tape and, and talk, get that feeling that they got. Yeah. But it was just, just really, really incredible. But those things along the way yeah. are, are amazing confirmations, you know, that, that so kind of keep you going just to let you know that you're on the right path. So it was, th- that was amazing. That's so beautiful. And, that, and that's real. You know, I, I be- strongly believe that messages, people come by for a reason in seasons to tell you something, uh, for a greater something that makes Absolutely. sense. And you are a great example of that. And on your path, like who was, you know, a person or two in your personal uh, life or just even on TV that you looked up to? Um, let's see on television. I would say uh, like, as far as like the, the film and industry, film sure. industry I'd say that uh, Tim Burton was a big inspiration to mm-hmm. me as a director. Again, I never had the vision of me being an actor Right. But his movies were so incredible to me that I, I wanted to be a part of them, but not in the sense that I I could see the path or right. decided to pursue it at all. But I just love those movies. I love, you know, Edward Scissorhands and, right. and Beetlejuice and, and the first two Batman movies with Michael Keaton. And it, it, it was stuff like that and, and horror movies that just kind of got me into <laughs> that sort of thing. And then doing... Um, so Wes Craven, I'm sorry, you asked me who that yeah, yeah. So it's, it's really like the directors that created these worlds, these visual aesthetic worlds mm-hmm. that I, I guess I didn't even understand when I was a kid that I was desiring to be <laughs> a part of those worlds. Wow. So I think uh, one day I'd love to work with Tim Burton, actually, or, or do a horror movie. So As you so. will and as I see it. Absolutely. From your mouth to God's ears, brother. Amen. Um, I remember we went, uh, I think it was during college, we went to go see Wes Craven when I, I think the newer Elm Street came out over at the Arclight. I remember wow. that. And the, the crazy thing is, we, I, I don't like scary movies. I, yeah. it, it frightens me, but you love scary movies. And the cool thing is, we did a scary video that, you know, when YouTube first started, that was... Yeah hilarious you could type it what is it what i think we're YouTube? first two members on youtube bro like <laughs> you and i you <laughs> right so, scaring people like, right. we love we love i mean we like pranks and we like you know oh, videos and, and stuff like that so youtube was like <laughs> incredible it, it's just it's amazing <laughs> i was thinking about it today I was, yeah. I, listen i go on youtube just a little side note i go on youtube every yeah. day uh-huh. and i'm on there i don't even want to say out loud how long i'm on youtube just watching anything you want to see it's just incredible and i was like wow just like 10 years ago or a little over 10 years ago this wasn't here what did we do (laughs) (laughs) that's when we got into our imaginations we had those big old cameras and the only time we shared those videos was with each other yeah absolutely i guess (laughs) and people got tired of that i had to bring them everybody came over to watch my stuff now i just you know upload and send them a link and I'm, just I'm looking at the counter trying to see if they're watching it. <laughs> not even gonna get a phone call from me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, you know what but I'm saying? you uh you're right. We did a we did a scary video, a prank video 
Um, I, I took some of your videos online and put them together. Oh. And if you guys want to see it, go on YouTube, type in Jocko you Sims, boo. Romeo, and Boo. Yeah. B-O-O. And <laughs> oh. 30,000 30, views. It had something. Dang, like, that was... It, listen, this is, this, you, you don't, you're not going to see anything too exciting here. I mean, these are, <laughs> <laughs> pranks are so amazing now. Right. I know. <laughs> it blows <laughs> ours out the water. But it was dope for what it was when we first yeah. launched it. It was, it was, it's a funny little thing. I'm just sh- shocked at how many views it has. Yeah. And it had those views back then, you know, so, I don't know, that was a, a shout out to 2004. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. See, that one of the ways we, we, we've connected was through pranks and just having fun, having fun in the process and speaking about the process, the acting process, right? You're, you're acting, you're auditioning, you're auditioning, you're getting rejected, rejected, rejected. You get something, then you get the rejected rejection again. So how, how do you overcome that rejection? Well, we took our craft very serious and I tried to just hang on to the important messages that our our teachers said, and some of them stuck with me. And I'll never forget that Joy Livieri, uh, who's still at UCLA, I think, and teaches our Shakespeare class, said that your job is to audition. Oh, wow, that's good. um, And come to think of it, I don't know if it was him or Tom Worth. I think it was Joy Livieri. But that's your job, you know, so... And he put it in, in a way that made me understand that that is a part of the process. Mm-hmm. You know, work is not going to always be there. But you get up, you wait, waiting for an audition. It's a part of that process because a lot of times you may have a long period of time where you don't have an audition that comes your way. So waiting for that, preparing for it, going and getting that no. Most of the time it's going to be a no. Right. Um, that's, that's the job. So I, I hung on to that. And that's mm. helped me to put, just keep it in perspective. You know? Beautiful. What other pieces of advice have you received, whether it be from teachers, pastors, mentors, and the like? One thing I remember that someone said about high school, they were like, um, just enjoy every moment and take it all in. That's and what I I'm really about. did. I really, really, really did. And one thing that I've tried to make sure that I do on this particular journey is to do the same thing. Mm. I got to make sure that I'm enjoying it, you know? Um, and the day that I decided it's not fun anymore, I may venture off into something else. But um, mm. I think that's really key because, you know, as actors out here in Hollywood, you can get really caught up in the business side of things and, you know, kind of getting back to what Joe was saying, mm-hmm. you got to enjoy that process too. Because right. you can get jaded really quickly. Right. But, um, if you're, you know, remembering what the, the task is at hand and staying focused, but having fun while you're doing it. Mm-hmm. I think uh, one of the major keys is to get yourself surrounded by like-minded individuals. That's what I'm talking you know? about. Yep. And, up. and get around those people that are in the pursuit of the same thing that you are in pursuit of. So that way you guys can be marching in step. And so someone may come up with an opportunity to audition and you say, hey, let me get my agency if I can get, you know, just being around that, you're going to get the most information about what's going on. Mm-hmm. So. Beautiful. So uh, what's next? What, what's, what does Jacko have cooking? 
I Jack well, will always be cooking, like literally cooking in the kitchen, yeah. cooking on the barbecue grill or yes. cooking in the entertainment industry. I listen, I, I don't know what got into me. Suddenly I became my mom and my dad combined. And I've just been <laughs> I, I'm I'm a master chef. It's the I love it. Uh so next time you're here, you're gonna stop by, I'm gonna cook something for you. So All the right. problem is though, uh-huh. I watched the documentary, What the Hell? And it's just messing me up right now, man. Like, I don't, <laughs> you seen it? Yep. Uh, I don't know what to do with my life anymore. <laughs> Sorry, Ken, cook those ribeyes and, uh. uh man. So I don't know, I'm kind of, I'm going to have to find, find a way to work that out. But other than that, man, uh, you know, I, I, I mean, I got stories all day. I, I, don't even Wait, I love stories, man. This is all, so just, just to remind you, this isn't your typical, let me just do a quick soundbite and then keep it moving. Like, if you feel called to share a story, that mm-hmm. story is there to serve somebody that's watching or listening to this right now. So if you feel uh, called to share it, share it. Yeah. Well, uh, speaking of the last ship, I played Lieutenant Burke on the show. Uh, he's, uh, some people refer to him as the heart of the ship. Um, mm. it, uh, and the show takes place, uh, in a time where a virus has ravaged the earth. Billions of people have died and, uh, we had to come up with a vaccine to save the world. So we've been saving the world now for five seasons. Mm. And, um, Eric Dane is at the helm of it. Uh, he's the star. And then we have, um, Michael Bay's executive producer. Now, when the audition, I've had so many auditions over the years come through and I feel like I felt like at the time that I either was not ready for that type of role. Mm. And, um, and then I've had auditions where I just felt like that's too much of a stretch or that's not me. And really what it is, is just the fear in your head of being rejected. Right. So you're doubting (laughs) You're, you're taking your chance away before you even go in the room. Right. Uh, I would do that literally. I would call my manager sometimes and just be like, you know, this one, this one, nothing. Now, I wasn't going to do that with the last ship with this role. Um, but I remember when I was working on, on the scene with my, my friend, actress Arlene Tour, I got really frustrated. And, it, you know, some people see it and think it's a simple scene. I was just yelling at... Um, at uh, Kevin Michael Martin, who plays Miller on the show, and trying to get him prepared for war. But I don't know, I hadn't had many roles where I, uh, I yelled. You know, I know how to yell, but to do that in, in this capacity and to know I'm going to be in an audition, and it was just very weird for me. You know, I struggled mm-hmm. with it. I remember telling her, and I was like, I don't even really want to do this. And she said, Come on, man, you got this. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, so I did it and, you know, just trying to, I, you know, I hadn't played a lieutenant, you know, I didn't, so I found, found my way, go to audition, messed up in the audition. Really? Uh, apologized for messing up. <laughs> <laughs> Casting director uh, was Denise Chamian. I don't know if it was her associate at the time that I was in there with, but they were, uh, she said, don't worry about it. Everybody's struggling with this. I said, okay. So did it again. Um, they called me back in later for another role, surprising. I was like, oh, all right. Um, and then um, so they called me back for another role. No, okay, so so much time went by. Three weeks, almost a month, I got a call saying that I'm the choice. And I was like, that's that's interesting. So long story long. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Ended up getting the, ended up getting the, the part 
And it was for five episodes, five to seven episodes of recurring. So get in there, go on the show. Not only am I playing this lieutenant, but I kill it. And they decided to make me a series regular. So Wow, that's awesome. Turned into five seasons. And here it was, you know, I, I was my big, biggest obstacle, you know, when I look back at that process. And so I tried now, what I learned from that, obviously, is to just embrace every opportunity that comes my way. You know, uh, hit it headstrong and uh, just just believe. You know, you really got to believe. And, and sometimes it takes things like that, you know, mm-hmm. for you to experience that, for it to really, really hit home. Mm-hmm. But it definitely did for me. So, and, I, and I'm thankful to, to God, first and foremost, but thankful to the writers and the producers who all gave me a, a chance. They made probably six people series regulars over the course of the season, but I was the first one they did that with. And so I'm re- really proud of that experience. Wow. It's just one of the, that you're the perfect example of you just, you just don't know. You yeah. just don't know. You trust in the process. You might doubt yourself, but you know, you don't have to worry about something that doesn't even exist. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, Absolutely. Thank you for sharing that. So um, I want to wrap this up because I feel just let you guys know, I could have a 10 hour conversation with this boy and he'll give you so much knowledge and value. And you're going to laugh with us and cry with us and laugh some more. And you might do a handstand competition. I was going to say, what we don't do the handstand, (laughs) man, come on. (laughs) Here we go. I'm not. No, no, no. We're, 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 I am considerably heavier than I was. I think the last time I tried this was maybe a year ago. Right. We, it was so silly. We we had this handstand competition at at, at school, and we would do it anywhere at, uh, on the campus and try to see who would stand on their hands the longest. That's it one of those been, YouTube things. Like that could have been like all the things we would we've done in the past could have so been like YouTube. Absolutely. And what about that picture I found? I sent you a picture of us doing those handstands. Oh my Remember goodness! That? That's crazy, oh my right? Gosh, I love all it. Right, anyways. <laughs> right. so to wrap this up just like how you know what's what's that dude's name from the actor's studio um lipton james lipton yeah, james lipton you know how he has those questions at the very sure. end uh, yeah actually it's, i haven't, haven't watched it in quite some a time. long time so he has these rapid fire questions okay okay and he asked these actors that i'm gonna ask you okay uh, just to prepare you you know what i'm saying when you get, get on there all right shout out james uh, lipton yeah yeah all right so What's your favorite word? Ooh, um, money. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> What's your least favorite word? Failure. What turns you on creatively, spiritually, or emotionally? Creatively, what turns me on is a challenge. Um, Spiritually, what turns me on are confirmations mm. from God. Emotionally, what turns me on are is 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 loyalty. People who in, invest in you. Beautiful. What turns you off? The opposite. <laughs> <laughs> My pet peeve. This 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 loyal people. Right. Favorite movie this is my own little twist now (laughs) misery that's kathy bates uh i think she won an oscar for it incredible thriller 
Favorite song? Mm. Mm. Listen, you got me. That's, that's tough. One of your favorite songs? Happy But For Real. What sound or noise do you love? I love, I love the sound of rain. And uh, since I moved here from Texas, I don't hear much of it. <laughs> <laughs> what, is, uh, what is the sound or noise you hate? My neighbor's upstairs walking in the morning. <laughs> Why? I got I got I got to move out of this building. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, I'm I love it. I love it over here. I, I live in a very nice building. I just switched apartments. Yeah, I was going to move. He's, I hope they're watching this too. <laughs> <laughs> send them the link. You could send them the link. <laughs> Fast forward to about 28 minutes. No, <laughs> um, what profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Uh, it's on the tip of my tongue to say teaching. That's a, that's a, can I elaborate right now? I can elaborate. Am yeah. I supposed to throw Please. Nah, nah, you're good. It's a big responsibility. You have a big, big responsibility around you. You know, those of you who are, are blessed to be called to do the things that you do, that's, that's scary sometimes when I think of it. And mm-hmm. You're the most important people in the world, mm-hmm. you know. So it's a lot of. So I was gonna say teach, but I, don't, I you know, I, I want to be just more responsible for me. And I know that I have a voice as an actor and as an entertainer. Mm-hmm. The people watch and they and they be inspired, but you know that's that's less direct. All right, <laughs> right, right. Um, yeah, words are a powerful thing, and that's what's so beautiful about you. You've always been a person who has put out such an amazing, beautiful, positive spirit and vibe that, you know, you just mention your name around anybody that we went to school with and they just, their face just lights up. When Romeo was like, Romeo! (laughs) Thanks, man. uh, It's great. You're doing doing what you're called to do, my brother. So with that said, I mean, other than teaching, are you picking? Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, You know what? I've, I've... Maybe a lawyer to get, I mean, I mean, I mean like a criminal defense attorney. Interesting. Really? Yeah. So I can get up and give one of those closing speeches and see if I can sway them. You know what I mean? Got have, you. Have a little power like that. Got you. All right. So I'm totally making up this question. It's a table question that I ask people on the random. If you were, you know, championship fight right you're going out there and you had somebody on the microphone rapping or singing a song you had that person and then another sidekick who would it be just kind of like how mayweather one time had lil wayne and justin bieber who would it be for you oh my uh my two sidekicks yeah (laughs) to enter the ring right (laughs) yeah that's funny that's a good one (laughs) Anybody in the world? <laughs> Anybody. Uh, I'm going to have my mom. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I mean, out of anybody in the world, I would want her there in my corner. Woo! <laughs> Man, that's a powerful, powerful, inspirational person to have in the corner. Uh, literally and figuratively. And... Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a guy. I'm, okay, since I got all, you know, I, I got the points, the love points with that one. Yeah, I'm yeah. And I'm gonna say I'm gonna walk out there 
with my mom. No, I should have did it like this. If you, I should have said it like this. I edit this live. This live. <laughs> I'm gonna walk out there with Kendrick Lamar and my mom. That's gangster right there. That's <laughs> Bro, that'll be the first fighter to walk out. With a rapper and his mom. <laughs> that would be super gangster. And, 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 and what would suck is my mom might take that opportunity to twerk. And that's when I'm going to be really mad. I'm going to win that fight. I swear to God. <laughs> don't you ever touch my... Don't touch me. <laughs> I'm going to win that match that night. Oh, that's good. That's good. All right. Um, last question. Uh, if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Job well done. Job well done. That's right. That's what I'm talking about. All right. So I know I said this was the last thing, but this is for real the last thing. So you're in front of an audience and you get to say your last speech and you get to persuade them. In this case, you have this opportunity to do just that by persuading or inspiring them to just, you know, live out their calling. What would you say with your heart, your soul? Um, and your words three things you hear it all the time but you can't underestimate the amount of time and energy and work that has to go into the thing that you've been called to do people underestimate it all the time i work with young artists music artists and young actors coach actors and I can always tell who's going to be successful and who's going to fall off. And I can tell how quickly they're going to fall off. So you have to work. You have to outwork everybody around you. All right, that's number one. Number two is you have to build your team. And you have to figure out who's there playing for your team and who is not, who's supporting your vision, who, when you decide to make that leap and move to Los Angeles, who was there to say, hey, yeah, you can crash on my couch till you find a place. Um, uh, Your mom back at home, your dad back at home, or maybe not your mom and dad, if they're not supportive of, of the idea for that time being, they're not on your team. You get these individuals who are supporting what you're doing and you talk to them and you stay in touch with them and you have to have that outlet to uh, to 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 vent and to to grow and to to hear from people who believe in you and believe in your vision. Surround yourself with those people. If they're not on your team, they're not in step with your vision. Don't fool them. And lastly, your biggest hater is that voice you hear in your head that says you're not good enough. You're too fat, you're too black, you're too short, you're too this, you're too skinny. You, you can't play lieutenant, you play lawyers, you play you know all the other things. You gotta get that voice out of your head. It's gonna be there, but you can't nourish it. It's just like a plant, don't pour no water on that. You know what I mean, just mm-hmm. and just move out of the way and step through. You gotta get out of your own it's the only way you're going to be able to accomplish this stuff. You're, you're your biggest obstacle. 
and you're your biggest fan at the same time. You got to just see which one of those plants you want to want. Woo! <laughs> Hey, man. You bring it out of me, Romeo. I got you, bro. That's what I'm here for. Let that soul spirit talk. Got some knowledge and wisdom you thought you couldn't teach. Boy, you got much to teach. I appreciate it, man. Thanks, Jock. So um, where can people find you just in case they want to reach out to you, follow you, and just, you know, see your journey as you do what you do? Oh, uh, yeah. You can hit me up on Facebook. Jocko Sims. That's J-O-C-K-O. S-I-M-S. I have two pages. Uh, I have the, the fan page and I have the everyday friend page. You can like my fan page, but add me as a friend. And, you know, if, if you send me a message, if you need some, you know, help, ideas, inspiration, if I have the time, I can't always get to people, but uh, I'll try to try to get you back. Instagram, Jocko Sims. Twitter, Jocko Sims. Everywhere, Jocko Sims. Well, thanks, Jocko. I appreciate you. And um, I'm sure I will uh, see you soon. When, and you're going to cook me some food, right? Absolutely. So no dairy, no meat, no cheese. Uh, but Bro, I was like, you, how about to say you Filipino, man? <laughs> Y'all love chicken. Oh, we, you know how we roll. You know, <laughs> you know how? Want some? Want some? Hey, brother, I, I went to your house for the graduation, uh, your, your graduation celebration, and your, your folks had KFC. That's... <laughs> How I knew that, that I was going to be all right with you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, bro. But yeah, I'll, I'll, we'll talk. We'll connect soon. Thanks, brother. Absolutely, man. God bless you, bro. God bless. Peace. Peace. Thank you so much for spending time with me and Jocko on the Soul Greatness Podcast. If you guys appreciate this episode as much as I did, make sure you share it with friends and family because it just might inspire them more than you know. Until next time. Make it a great week and continue to live out your soul greatness.